0: You are listening to 20-somethings Run Podcast, and I'm your host, Jessica Fortune. Just as the name implies, here we get to rant about every issue wondering us at 20-something while also learning from those who successfully caused their friends. So welcome to, our, welcome little, to our little corner. Hi, guys. Welcome to a new episode of 20-somethings Run Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jessica Fortune's... If this is your first time tuning, in, you're definitely most welcome. Just as the name implies, here on 20-somethings Rants, we get to talk about issues bothering us as 20s. We get to rant about the problems, you know, talk about the good days, talk about different things, you know, just everything bothering us as 20s, basically. And sometimes we also get to learn from those who successfully crossed their 20s and have gone on to do really amazing stuff so you'd hear the voices of 20s and sometimes 30s 40s in between because we love to learn from them but then this past few weeks i have done a lot of 30s we've been learning from 30s so i decided you know what let's take a pause and let's actually listen to 20s let's hear what struggles the 20s of the 2021 are going through and so i decided to start off with the conversation around friendship as an adult and doing that with me today is Brooks. Hello, Brooks. Hi, Jessica. Hi. And Brooks is a 20-something, 20 what are you, Brooks? 22. <laughs> oh, okay. Brooks is a 22-somebody. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about friendship, adulting, and all those really cool stuff. I don't know if it's cool or if it's bad, but we'll talk about it today. <laughs> so let me talk, let me ask Brooks the first question, which is going to be, so far, has it been for you in your 20s? Has it been easy making friends? Have you been making friends up, left, center, all of that?
1: Okay. Um. Thank you very much, first of all, for having me on board. I'm really excited about this. This makes me feel really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you for joining. All right. So, um. actually, yes, I've been trying to me- make a couple of friends. I do not know how to, how do I put this now? All my friendships have started really naturally so i do not make any conscious efforts to make friends it just happens. and so as an adult a couple of friendships have happened here and there but then when you become my friend or when you finally get to know me i make efforts to keep it so it hasn't been really easy because keeping in touch can be really hard yes it's really difficult to you know check up on this person check up on this person but i try it has it's not easy but i try my best so yeah that's it
0: Mm, it's not easy definitely i can agree with you that it's not easy because big, um, just a few days ago i think was it wednesday or so i got around to visiting my cousin who lives in lagos and it would be amazing to realize that we hadn't seen in like two three years someone wow. that stays in lagos and she's my friend and growing up we were always together you know twinning and all of that but i don't who just finds a way to Everybody's chasing money and sometimes you just forget that you should actually be checking up on people that you care about.
1: Yeah. But funny enough,
0: as young people, I think it was way easier to just make friends with everybody. You guys see, seeing churches, seeing everywhere. But right yeah. now it seems way harder. So tell us about your journey navigating friendship as an adult.
1: Okay. So um I I I just started living in Lagos. I don't think I've been living in Lagos for up to a year yet. I don't think yeah. so it's not been up to a year yet so um i moved into lagos as it as a okay when i was 20 years. that's when i moved into lagos so it's, when i say it's not up to a year yet the same year i turned 21 was the same year i was here i don't know if you get my point mm-hmm. exactly so it has not it wasn't really easy for me because i met a lot of people you know when you're new in a particular place certain people have not seen this face before they want to talk to mm. you they want, <laughs> And I describe myself as an omnivert. I'm not very extroverted, neither am I too introverted. I'm just, you know, there, if it happens, you know, it happens, if it doesn't, that's fine. So coming down here, glory to Jesus. I was supposed to, <laughs> I was supposed to work as a, um, in the media house, that's um, in a radio station. I was supposed to work there to serve as a core member and that was where i met the friends i have up till today yeah Mm. so it's the thing about friendships as an adult is everybody gets busy everybody's trying to figure out their lives 20s Mm. when you're in your 20s it's it's a very it's a stage in your life where you're either you never really get to figure out In fact, so a lot of people in their 20s are just finding out what they are really passionate about what they really want to do with their lives What Mm. so everybody busy trying to figure out oh, what 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 works for me, what doesn't work for me. So at that point it's it's very, very difficult for you to not add another human being into your confused life. <laughs> exactly. And so that's how it, that's how it has been for me. But I came here and I met a couple of guys. I have more male friends now. Surprisingly, I don't even know how that happened, but more male friends now. And I had I have this particular friend of mine. I used to see him every day. You know, we we'll talk, we we'll see at least at the radio station, and then boom, he started leaving. I was I was no longer serving, and he started living in inside Lagos, no longer where I stay. And it was very difficult for me initially. I kind of felt, bad. I was like, ah, so this is where it happens because I'm no longer going to be mm-hmm. hiding between. I'm not going to be like I'm not going to be masking my checking up on you with you know seeing you in the office. You understand? I will not have mm-hmm. to make an efforts to call and do all those kind of stuff but you know what funnily enough it was easy for me that part was easy for me so i would call check up on the weekends when it comes around the radio station on weekends so i'm slightly free so we get to see and that was how we grew our relationship so i had to make effort you understand Mm -hmm. because when when you're an adult can be like i said it is tough because no longer close, most of the friendships we made as, as children. It was, oh, our neighbor, you know, you're living close to my house. Oh, you're mm-hmm. going to the same school as me. Oh, we go to the same school, we are seatmates. But as an adult, your friends have their own life, they're not going mm-hmm. to be your seatmates, you're not going to be entering the same buses as they are. So, you like, you're, they're probably not going to be at the same working space as you. So, you yeah. have to go out of your way to make these friendships work. I'm of the opinion that adult friendship should be um should be handled or should yes should be handled like um a like like dating Mm. yeah and that's that's what i feel that's how i feel it should be handled Mm. you should reach out call follow up on things the way you'd follow up on what your boyfriend is doing doing. because i feel like that's the only way to work if you're just going to lie for vibes
0: Mm -hmm. That's like yo yo yo,
1: (laughs) yes, you might as well lose your friends, but then then, again, yeah, but then again, there are friends I have today that we can go months and we don't talk, and when we talk, it's like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to put this, it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you get Mm -hmm. we talk? we did not like we talk as though we are not apart for those months there are friendships like that and i feel like that's the best because no pressure
0: you know mm.
1: you, you you check in once in a while but when you really get to sit and talk and have that conversation and catch up on old times it doesn't even feel like there was a space yeah so, but i think yeah.
0: I, I think that that means that they are they are, they are different type of friendships because at the end of the day those friendships where like you don't talk for months and you're still good they still miss out on some like really vital places or energy because at the end of the day there's sometimes where you're lonely or you're bored yeah sometimes when you've had like a very stressed day and you just want not talk to a friend the one who you haven't talked to in months wouldn't be that person you talk to in that instant time yeah maybe that person who is very close to you right now or that person who you guys keep in touch more often so, yeah. the first, so it now becomes a matter of how do you even put people in these brackets of friendships? Because I want to believe that there's a friend you can call when you're running errands and say, hi, hey, guy, I'm going to the market. So you go. let's go. And then, yeah. oh, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Why there's a friend you have to, you know, you have to send invite and say, okay, well, let's do something on social so, so day. Yeah. Why does a friend you see in church and just hail, Ah, what's up? How are you it? We deal every day or day yeah. right now. See you next time when we see. You know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. So how only, do you
0: put people how do you put people in these different brackets? How do you know what friend is for this friend and what friend is for that friend?
1: Hmm. Now this is a tough one because, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think I don't know about any anyone else, but I don't think I made any conscious efforts to put anybody people. anywhere. Mm. Yeah, it just happened. Okay, so this is it. When we have conversations, because I'm someone who is very conversational. So when we have, I have conversations with all my friends, all of them, we talk, Mm -hmm. but now on different levels anyways. So there are certain things I say, and if you agree with me, I I feel like there's that connection. So I have this one friend that is very objective. Like, I mean, very, very objective. He's not, he's not someone who, um, I mean, he... In fact, recently, he started trying to put people people's feelings into consideration whenever he talks. Now, whenever I want him to have an objective view about something, he's the first person that comes to my mind. Because I know he's not going to mince words. I know that he's not going to say, oh, this and this. He's just going to say it the way it is. Mm. A friend that I have, for a, like he's like a healthy outlet for me. When I need my feelings to be validated, when I do something very shitty and I come and... It's More like I come and confess my sin, all oh, this is what I did, <laughs> and I know that this is one person that is not going to make me feel worse than I felt when mm-hmm. I did the thing that. I did so, and that and how I got to that point was having conversations, communicating, getting to know them on a more personal level. Because mm-hmm. the thing about friendships is, I was, I was having this conversation mm-hmm. with someone yesterday, and I said that. There's something beautiful about friendships People don't know. Friendships are like open check. You have the avenue and the opportunity to air your views. You have yeah. the opportunity to hear your feelings validated by someone that is not even your family member. That's something you cannot get from a total stranger. So use that opportunity. Yeah. Have conversations. Get to know where you click and where you don't click. That will help you know the conversations you have with each of these persons, because you're not okay. For example, now I have someone who sees sexual relationships as something that you can have outside a relationship. Like you don't need to be in a relationship for you to be sexually involved with people. I have someone that is like that. Do you understand? I have those conversations. I laugh it off. Now that's not my school of thoughts, but is this person my friend? Yes. Now I will not go telling the person, oh, I want, I want, and uh, uh, this guy, I like him, but he has to be my boyfriend first. I can't go to those kind of people with that kind of conversation because I know that's not his school of thought. He will laugh at me and I'll feel bad. <laughs> no, I don't bother. So when we are just chilling and we are vibing and maybe you are saying things that are really trashy, uh-huh, and then you can come. Now we all laugh, but when it uh-huh. comes to being serious, I know who to go to. Uh-huh. So- that's it, that's it doesn't mean that oh i it doesn't mean that oh i i I give preferential treatment or I favor this person or I book this other person or if the both of you are going to off i would that's not what it means i would be I'm there I'm available for either of these persons, no matter the number I'll try as much as I can to be involved in their lives one way or the other I know and I'm doing this not just not just because I want to protect my friendship but because I want to protect my mental well-being. Mm. keep going to someone. I have I, I, I have this friend of mine that is very... I used to have this friend of mine that, in fact, I don't know, living with her is like living with his school headmistress. You know? <laughs> she she She's a perfectionist. She always wants certain things set a certain way without even allowing you to be your own kind of person. I figured that the only way to relate with this person would be to relate with her through phone calls, video calls, and when we want to hang out, I cannot say, oh, hello, what's up, please, can I stay with you for a week? No, we are going to fight, and somebody's head will get broken. Uh-huh. That's what's going to happen. So we just uh-huh. know who is, you know, because it's, it's going to be foolhardy of me to throw away people just because they have this here and there. Because I, uh-huh. too, I'm shitty sometimes, you know. Yeah grace i expect to be extended to me i extend that same grace and that is that's the only way to even make friends safe in the first place uh-huh. because as adults you're no longer as adorable as we used to be when we were kids
0: that,
1: uh-huh. people no longer I- apologize for things <laughs> in fact no, i
0: think i think that's wrong then people should apologize but it just exactly. depends on you know, how to, you know, communicate and make them understand that, okay, I, I don't like what you did or you don't like what I did. And then we find a balance or compromise. I feel I feel like friendships too should have, you know, compromises and there should be understanding exactly. and communication in it. Mm-hmm. And I think you've made a very valid point of talking about the fact that, you know, you relate with people based on, you know, how they are, who they are and how it balances out with who you are. Yes. Because everybody cannot be the same. And mm-hmm. you cannot relate to everybody the same. And it's, like you said, it, it's not like we make a conscious effort to, to oh, this is person that's going to be in this bracket, this mm-hmm. person that's going to be in this bracket. Because looking at myself, I know that there's a friend who, if I want to get something, there's one person I'm just going to call. Because in the past, I know that if he wants to do something like that, he would call me and yeah. we just help each other out. So it just makes sense where if I have that kind of issue, I'm like, guy, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go. Just because Mm -hmm. there's that easy flow. Why just people who... I know that, okay, this person will tell me they are very busy right now. I don't want to have to have that conversation or deal with that right now. So let me just leave them. Later, we'll schedule a time to meet up. And it doesn't stop them from being my friend. That's really true. It just happens in our everyday conversation and everyday things that we do. I mean, the other day, a friend of mine, was her birthday. And, you know, initially, we would have, you know, wanted to plan a hangout. But... When I we spoke about hangout, I just had to ask her, "Will your daddy allow you to come out?" Because I know that from <laughs> our conversations, she's never oh, always what? able to go out like that. So yeah. when I'm planning a hangout, I don't bother telling her because I'm like, "Before you get all the permissions you need, did they go and go? So let exactly. me just go to where I'm to go to and come back." But then she would tell me, hey, Jessica, I watch your stories. Girl, I'm living through your life. I'm watching, and we're still friends. And I'm like, yes, that's what I did, you know. We still talk, but you just relate with people based on yeah how how life experiences are for them and how it is for you and just find the balance because like you said if you keep throwing everybody away based on ah no they don't allow her come out i cannot be friends with her you're going to be lonely for a very long time and
1: for a very long time yeah
0: you you yeah. know you just have to find a way to find the balance in your friendships and make them work but then let's talk about the fact you know i've heard people say this thing and which i agree with is you know your family. You you didn't have an opportunity to choose the family you were born into. I mean, if I could yeah. choose, I definitely would not have been born in Nigeria. But a lot of oh. us we, we did not have that choice. But then with friends, somebody said even though you didn't have an opportunity to choose your family, with your friends you have an opportunity to choose your friends. Yeah. It is you making a deliberate effort to say I want to be friends with this person. So how did you for everyone you you've made friends with, how did you say, Oh, I want to be the friends with this person? What made you say I want this person to be friends with me and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I have um I have this friend. She's she's she stays in Uyu, she's not staying here in Lagos. And in the past, she has done a couple of things I did not like. And up to today, I haven't I haven't addressed those things because I have grown past those things. I just feel like it's weird going back to when I was 16 to go and kind of address issues that happened. But the thing is, we still became friends. Now, this particular friend of mine, she is very, very, very humble. She has small pride, though, but when I mean she's humble, she talks in a way that is very adorable. She talks, she has this very um calm way of approaching things. And I looked at her and I was like, God, because my mom is actually calm. But I feel like it's harder to learn from your mom. I mean, if, you are, if anything, mm. if your mom is actually... If, if you inherit anything from your parents, I think it's more natural, not deliberate. I don't even mm. get my yeah. mom. It's not going to be deliberate, something deliberate. But for this, my friend, I loved how she approached issues, approaches issues. I love how she's not always in people's businesses. I love how she's not problematic. And at the time... I used to be in a lot of people's businesses. I used to feel like I, I have an opinion about something. So, someone is fighting and saying something bad about a woman. I am there and defending everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm always the spokesperson. Before I you know it, I'm overriding the conversation. I'll have a headache after that. Mm-hmm. But this is my friend, she preserves her energy. She just makes she makes a point and leaves it at that. And at the time, she was really young. She, like we are, we're almost age match. I think she's about two years o- o- older than I am. And I was, I used to be in awe of how much control she had, how much self-control she had. And I was like, man, you know what? I need this in my life. Because I need to stay sane. I cannot be answering everybody. Do you know? Like Mm -hmm. and that was like and that was how I was able to do that. You know, because of that that was what drew me to that person. That was what made me tell myself, you know what? This person is going to be my friend. This person I'm going to make conscious efforts to be her friend. So we started tagging along. We started talking. When I visit to you, I make sure I see her. We have conversations. And my voice used to be way, way, way louder than this. We're having conversations with her. Her voice being subtle helped my voice to be subtle as well. Such that I can have emotional conversations now. And someone in the next room will not hear my voice. I don't Mm -hmm. even understand. I'm not shouting Mm -hmm. at the people. I'm not sounding quarrelsome. You know, because my voice has a lot of energy. So that helped me to, you know, know how to channel the energy in my voice to the right places, not using that same energy to talk about things that don't even require that much energy and mm-hmm. that helped. So that's one friend, that's one friend that I was very deliberate about. Then this second one, I like the fact that his mind is in tune with what is obtainable in the world today. So we have people who are advocating for equality, for freedom, for against violence, you know. And we have these conversations and it just feels like he's like my how do, my assistant Brooks. You get like, some, mm-hmm. you know, when you're having your own self. And, you know, I just told myself, you know what? With you, I don't have to argue so much about things. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> At least I won't have, to, you won't have to be disagreeing so much on it because the truth is, I think even the bible says it when is is it a is a, a is it a constant squabbling home is torn apart when you have constant issues you have constant quarrel quarrels are uh, misunderstandings are great they are good because it helps you understand people's differences and all of that but when it's constant the truth is nobody has that as an adult who has that time to be arguing and arguing and arguing no now i can't be going to i wake up as early as four get to work, come back as late as 8pm or 7pm. And you think that I want to pre- use the small energy that I have to carry me mm-hmm. to the next day, do that same routine. You think I have that energy to be arguing, going back and forth with it? No. So that is where being conscious about my friends came in. I had to be careful. It doesn't mean that I don't have people who disagree with you. So I don't know people who disagree or who feel that men are greatest men i have the superior power because that's one thing i really really disagree with it's not that i don't have people that are like that i have but i can never call them my friends i know them Mm. so So how do you who are the people how do you decide who you call your friends how do i decide decide, am i your friend um to, to a certain degree yes because we both agree on a lot of things. So to a certain degree, yes, I can hold a conversation with you. We may not hang out and all of that, maybe later in future, but the fact that we have something that we agree on, you know, I, I mm. feel like that, to me, that's a form of friendship. Mm. But then we have forms of friendship where, you know, you call the person, oh, this was great. This is what I'm going through right now. Please, could you, you know, understand I need someone to talk to or something. Or oh, please, you have this. Can I get some ideas about this and... You have friendships on that level, but w- my own point is, if we are you and I don't agree on anything at all, truth is, I'm going to mute you from seeing your status, from <laughs> me seeing your status. Yes, I don't, I don't, because the truth is, me seeing these things every day, they affect me. I don't know how to, you know, decide what affects me or what doesn't affect me. So that's what I just do is, I try to block every channel that presents me with information that tend to mess with my mind. That, mm-hmm. That's that's why I, I can't call you my friend. You'll be on my contact, so if you need anything, contact me. Oh, you can you can call me. You can, but I can't call you, my friend. I'm sorry. I cannot be having someone that is thinking left as my friend. No, I'm sorry. Do you always have to think the same way with your friends, though? No, no. But like what I like. Okay, like let me give you a typical example. I cannot have a friend who says that. Um. Okay, fine. This, this would be this man that I used to have as a friend. So He's a guy, but thinks like a full-blown man in his 80s. He says things like, as a woman, why do you need a white-collar job? You know, you don't need a white-collar job as a woman. You just go to school at least if i send you to school go to school he doesn't even believe in fact in his head he feels like oh i send my woman to school she goes to school gives me the certificate i open a shop close to the house so that roman so that i can monitor what she's doing and mm-hmm. she can monitor the kids truth is unless maybe you've been my friend before i knew you had this kind of school of thought too mm-hmm. but let's say we are not starting out and you do this no i don't i'm sorry i don't know if it's this thing is I really don't have tolerance for it. I won't call you out. No, I won't air you. No. But I will not be able to go on having conversations with you. So mm. I can't do it. No, I can't. I can't put myself in that. Because I'm going to argue and trying to prove a point. And I don't know if you've noticed. As an adult, trying to prove a point is very tiring and exhausting.
0: And mm. trying to prove it with the same person all the time.
1: All the time. No, no, no. I can't go through that. For what? No, it's not, it's not worth mm-hmm. it if you are my mm. you my friend before I've realized that oh there's somewhere in your brain that thinks this way ah okay we can manage it because already you are my friend I cannot throw you away but <laughs> if not, no I'm sorry no mm.
0: I think that's where intentionality comes out in friendship as an adult because as a child, you just probably see somebody with something that you like and you guys just become friends you don't even know how the person thinks you don't you don't know where the person's from i think sometimes it's even your parent that tells you no 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 don't go to that person's house no no, no don't yeah. go to that person's house. because you just want to go everywhere you know you just want to go everywhere and be with this person who supposedly yeah. has become your friend but as an adult you are more intentional about um my lifestyle and this person's lifestyle does it relate can we can i be seen hanging out with this person would i feel comfortable do I feel like this person is a good representation of who I am? Because at the end of the day, they say your friend, um, friends that flock together. What's that thing? Friends
1: yeah. F- no, it's... Better team feathers flock together. Yeah,
0: yeah. Meta-team yeah.
1: feathers flock together, yes. Yeah. Well, so is that really I, huh? Is that really
0: true? I think it's true because your environment and the people in your environment, knowingly or oh, knowingly, they influence you. So if you have yes. a friend who... who who lives a certain kind of life that is different from the type of life you want to live. Mm. And there is no separation. Without knowing it, there would be an influence. And I'm watching this movie. It's called Startup right now. I don't know anybody who is a founder who wants to found anything. I think you Mm. should watch this movie, right? This guy, I'm just going to say a very quick synopsis of this guy's story and how he relates to friendship yeah he grew up in this neighborhood where people are thugs they fight you know he they kill people they just he's a he's a nigger in america in miami and so he stays in all the slums and he used to go for fighting all these kind of things once mm-hmm. he had grown he had children now he wanted a better life he
1: Yeah, to
0: he wanted to start to become better he didn't want to be killing people again he didn't want to do all of these things again So he started working with some white people who were in, like, Silicon Valley, who were building a company and all of that. But his friends in the ghetto had issues with it. They started Mm. to feel like, oh, no, this guy is tripping. No, he's trying to betray us. Why is he moving with white niggas? Why is he doing this? Yeah. His, His wife at home in the beginning did not understand. Even when he says, I don't want to fight, I don't want to kill anybody, his wife will say, no, you are still a nigger, you're going to do it, I don't care, whatever. And then he will go back again and do it, even when he didn't want to do it. You know, it was a constant fight with who he was trying to become and who his friends Mm -hmm. used to know him as. Mm -hmm. So, him trying, in trying to, in trying to, you know, he was trying so hard to, you know, what's that word, to detach from that personality. But in the course of it, he lost his son and i say wow. it was because of the friendship because again his friends he was trying to make his son you know go to school his son become like a tech guru learn how to code but the friends mm-hmm. who this his friends were relating to who his sons were relating to they didn't understand they were always throwing jabs at the boy like no now you yeah. have to fight you have to be a nigger you have to be, nah, you, be. Nah. you know they were always doing it and so all the guy did one time oh he didn't want to go for this party and he just went and then somebody just said something and then he punched the person. Before you know, they shot him. This was a boy who yeah. was supposed to be going to school. If he had been out of that environment, I believe that mm. that would not have happened. If he was not yeah. friends with these people, they would not have found the need to continue keep dragging you back to the old life you're trying to go to. So I feel, I really feel like if you know that you have a friend who is living a lifestyle that you do not want to be associated with, it's you
1: not have to be right hard, to.
0: But you need to be able to detach yourself from it and say, guy. Yeah. In fact, he had to have that conversation with his wife and said, this is no, I'm no longer this person. I can't do this again. And in, in mm. that moment, it caused a quarrel between them and they had to go their separate ways for a bit. Eventually, they came back together. When she realized the person she, he was trying to be and then she finally supported his dream. Because two people with different ideologies becoming friends or being...
1: Yeah,
0: it's, like it's it's going to it's going to there's going to be a problem, which is why I think sometimes you see people who have been friends for years, and of a sudden mm. one person leaves or another person leaves, just because they start to find out what they want out of life, and mm. you know they now realize that okay, well, I need to make other friends outside this, and all of that, and all of that. Okay, I can't believe that we've been talking for. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, no, it's well, but it's been an
0: interesting conversation actually. <laughs>
1: Ah? Yeah, I, I, I do want to add something here. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say something to like to a lot, young people like us, anyone who's listening, yeah. do not be ashamed of your values. Mm, that's that, true. Do not be ashamed of what you hold in high in in high regard, or and you know what you what you believe in. Don't be don't be afraid of that thing because, you know. Now I'm I'm going to say this, and I know that a lot of people are going to probably cringe and make you look like I'm judgmental. People that are very dear to me, my closest of friends, they do not mm. smoke. I do not mm. smoke. Now, it doesn't mean that I do not have friends that are open to smoking. I do. But they are not in my inner circle. Mm. They are not very... They are not... They are not... Like, I, I cannot be moving with them. As, as I'm not moving, like, five and six with them. They have... They play mm. a great role in my life. But that's because I will not be going to a place with you or will be hanging out and sitting down telling you about my day. And you bring out marijuana do you understand i can't be having that no i can't be having that that's because i don't i do not see smoking as something that is healthy no matter how people put it i do not Mm. see that something that is healthy at all that's it for me so do not be ashamed of what you You consider anything that you consider good you understand i'm Mm -hmm. sure there are people good so you would find those people it doesn't mean that smokers are bad people as a matter of fact we have people who smoke that are fantastic people yeah
0: Mm -hmm. i think it's just about you and what you want out of life
1: what you want because tomorrow now you start smoking and before you know you will not even know when you want to start doing drugs you will not know when you now start moving with those that are doing drugs and then are internet fraudsters you'll not Mm -hmm. know when you move from that and before you know it everything that you've ever learned in life Every good thing that you grew up with is down in the gutter. You are mm-hmm. not living a life that like you're not identifying with a lifestyle that is not originally yours. And yeah. sometimes before you come out of that you must have lost something. Like the man lost his son. Before you mm. even try struggle to you say okay you know what I'm not living a better life and I want to live a better life before you even get to that point you must have lost a you lot lost of something but yeah something very that's very true. That's it. I do agree with you because
0: even when you're choosing your friends as an adult or as a person, you need to know what your values are and you need to know people who complement your values because if you don't, you're just going to be making friends with everybody and the truth is peer pressure is a very big thing. It's a very, very important thing. You see your friend doing this and they say, oh, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Before you know you're doing it and you can't even explain why you're doing it. But anyways, it's been amazing talking to you brooks this is such a cold morning and we've been talking about friendship or navigating friendship as an adult and it's been so enjoyable talking to you i wasn't sure how the conversation was going to go but really? it's been so <laughs> great talking to you and i really really enjoy talking to 20s back again these few weeks i've been talking to adults 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 learning from them and now this finally feels so good it felt so good to talk to somebody who understands <laughs> yeah 20 something's right Anyways. So I do yeah. hope that anyone who gets to listen to this, learns a thing or two, also feels free to, you know, join the conversation because you can all note here on Anchor, or you can tweet at 20 Rant on Twitter, and we can talk about this, or you can send a DM, or you can leave reviews and rates and all of that. You can really join the conversation any way you want. And if you'd like to send an email, send an email to 20somethingsrant at Gmail dot com anyways i am always here to answer you and so we've come to the end of today's episode of 20 somethings rants i have spent the last 13 minutes talking to Mm. brooks or ranting with brooks about navigating (laughs) other friendship i hope you learned a thing or two i hope you had fun because i had fun talking to brooks i hope you had fun brooks yes absolutely i had fun all right then thank you very much uh, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of 20 Something's Wrong. I hope you learned something new today. Are you willing to share with somebody who might learn from it too? Uh, <laughs> I won't judge you if you don't, but I hope that you can share with me what you learned or what you loved about today's episode by using the hashtag20somethingsrand on Twitter or send a DM on Instagram at 20somethingsrand. I would definitely, definitely really love to hear from you. But most important, I hope that you join me again next week. Okay? Okay, bye. <laughs>